the LAN Parties, episode 114 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me as always, my fabulous co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? My weekend was good. Uh, survived the wind, didn't get blown away too much. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying the last bit of like pre-summer weather because out here in Las Vegas, we might be hitting 90 by the end of the week. So yeah, it's here, unfortunately. Other than that, I played more of some Pokemon Legends. Uh, I have just decided in my mind that that this weekend, though, I'm jumping back into Sifu. I'm going to just, I'm going to beat this game, Ryan. It's going to take My me man. forever, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and <laughs> you will be hearing about it. How was your weekend? <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was, you know, it, it's funny because it was actually really like, this has been the first time I feel like in a while where I just really haven't had much to do. So I caught up on, on adult things like doing my taxes and <laughs> stuff like that. And I've been sleeping on that, but uh, gaming wise, I didn't, it wasn't really too crazy. I played some destiny, obviously. Um, other than that though, I didn't really play. And we did finish little nightmares, the, the DLC. So we purchased little nightmares two, and we're oh, going to start man. that. We've been playing. Yeah. We've been playing that as a family. So it was nice to finally put that to rest and then move forward to the second one. I'm really excited about that. Uh, other than that though, it's, it's funny that you said that too about seafood because I was, I was, you know, I was on the PlayStation five and, and uh, you know, it, it, it's there in the list and I was like, Oh, maybe I should just pick it back up. But it's like at the same time, forbidden West is also sitting there. Like you still got to finish me though. And I'm just like, yeah, you right. You right. <laughs> so I'm not going to be getting to seafood anytime. <laughs> okay. I do have to say something about little nightmares, man. And yes. did that DLC hit you hard? Oh my goodness, dude. I was just like, I was like, no way. This is how, this is how like it played out. It's such, it, it's so, I mean, it was just really interesting. Just the, the parallels of the two of six and then the other character and, you know, them going through it in some of the areas that you had been in, but you've seen it from like different perspectives and stuff like that. Like they did a fantastic job with that game. I'm, I'm sad that it took me so long to play it, but I'm happy that I finally did play it. And now we can move on to the second one. So uh, that'll be fantastic. But yeah, other than that though, it was a pretty uh, chill weekend. However, enough about us. Um, again, we've got a very special guest. We are, we are so excited to, to have you on Ganda Chris, uh, Nintendo ambassador and LVI community manager. How are you, my friend? How was your weekend? Hello, I'm good. Um, I just played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with the Booster yes. So that was amazing. And I actually never got the chance to play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So uh, mm -hmm. the fact that I got to even try it um, and play it, it was awesome i get the hype i know why it's like one of the best games on the nintendo switch funny mm -hmm. enough so um yeah it was incredible probably one of my favorite streams it's such a good game to stream <laughs> i need to i you know and i had planned on it as well and i didn't i just didn't get around uh to doing it other things popped up but i did get the download and and i'm so you know because i 
obviously having a family, I end up getting the family pass. So it's nice knowing that within that family expansion pass, everything that's coming down the line for Mario Kart 8, all those new tracks are in, in, included in that package. So it's like, I'm ready to hop on and get my race on too. It looks so good. Yeah, I love it. It's like, I think 48 tracks coming yes. out. Um, yep. And it's kind of like reliving all the other Mario Kart games that you've played. So I'm really excited to see the GameCube versions of the tracks yeah. that I grew up with. Um, so it's just really, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> yes, it is. Let's let's switch gears real quick, get into some news before we sit down with Gandacris and get into uh, Gandacris. I'm sorry. I, I totally, I, I told myself I wasn't going to do it and I did it anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the news. We, we, we finally, uh, last week, we had um, a a uh, state of play for Hogwarts Legacy. Let me say real quick. Number one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is the the TLDR. The game is coming out this year. I did not think it was gonna come out this year, but we found out it's gonna be coming out in the holidays uh, of this year. So that in itself is exciting. But there's nothing more exciting than actually being able to see gameplay from a video game. And I've got to say, uh, this looks absolutely fantastic. Again, this is a game that I was very excited about before we even really got into much of the game and i'm talking about previously when this was first announced obviously there's been a lot of controversy uh with jk rawlings and and the uh commentary and things and takes that she and positions that she has taken however and and i'm curious i'm i'm curious how other people feel because i know that there's a lot of strong feelings um towards this game and and towards uh jk rawlings uh however i don't believe it, and other than this being set in the Harry Potter universe. Obviously, Harry Potter is not in this. This takes place well before Harry Potter was even uh, even a thought, you know? So um, I, I like the fact that they've, they've been able to have that separation to where you're still in this universe that you are, that we are familiar with, um, the wizarding and, and witches and all this stuff. However, it doesn't take place and have to compete with Harry Potter or anything that he has done or any of that canon. Um, per se, they did show off the customization of characters. I thought is fantastic. Obviously, this is going to be uh, huge with this being an MMO uh, RPG open world. Um, just being able to create a character, uh, at least for me, that that resembles me that feels like hey i am in this wizarding I, i'm i'm ready i've been ready to be a wizard so the fact that they're giving me this this ability to not only customize it but then we got we got you know um just an idea of what it's going to look like what kind of uh missions we can expect this one has got me excited i and, and again like i was saying i know that there's a there are a lot of people and this is where you know i'm, I'm kind of torn in the middle where there's people that very much won't support the series uh at all um however my feelings on it is that too there's a lot of people uh that worked on this game and they don't i, I don't i i've never been one to feel that one person should completely sour the experience or or how you feel about something um so you know, it, it's a tough one, but as far as game wise, 
this is a game that that I'm I'm personally excited at least to see and and play. I will probably be getting this uh, day one because I want to I want to live my wizarding fantasy. So and you know we'll see how it goes. I, I don't know if you uh, I, I think you're getting a chance to take a look at it now. Is this something that was on your radar, Lucas? Is this something that's got you excited, or what are your thoughts on it? It was definitely on my radar. So, uh, you know, I grew up with the books, uh, read all the books, saw all the movies, all that good stuff. Uh, so, you know, we had talked about this last week, that that Harry Potter really was kind of missing a defining game set in that universe. And this, mm-hmm. really, from everything that that I'm seeing and reading, looks like this really has a potential to be that like i mean if you're a fan of this universe like what more could you want from this tease right it looks Mm -hmm. so rich so epic you know i think it's a good thing to set it way before harry potter uh it makes it will really make it easy to feel like you're crafting your own adventure and help it to kind of stand in its own two legs uh rather than always have the shadow of harry potter kind of looming over too much uh -hmm. and you know my first thought too was Man, if there was a way that they could sneak this on to like PSVR two, <laughs> like oh, wow. how epic would that be? I have no idea if that's possible, and I, I, I doubt they have plans. I'm sure they would have said it if they had plans. But my <laughs> thought was like, how cool would that have been if this could somehow sneak its way to virtual reality in the future? Like amazing. that would just be epic. Uh, I was already seeing some fan theories on, uh, so we got to look at, at one of some of the villains on, on possible connections to uh, mm-hmm. some other characters that were mentioned in the book series. Like this looks like it's diving deep. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, I, I have to imagine you're all really excited. Uh, touching on, on the JK Rowling stuff. I, I understand that it's going to be difficult for some people. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've always tried to, to separate unless of course, you know, the big habit being unless somebody's like a criminal or doing something, you know, illegal uh, uh, or something like that. Um, but like, you know, I think of, of an actor like Tom Cruise, right. Who I think is pretty pol- polarizing, but I think a lot of people still enjoy his movies. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to, to balance that. And because a game is such a huge effort, uh, like you said, Ryan, I don't think punishing all those people who are putting so many hours into this project is necessarily the right way to go uh, because uh, they all have, I'm going to assume, the best of intentions uh, to make such a, a unique and epic experience. It would be a shame just to push it to the side uh, just because of one person. Yeah. Uh, Gonda, Chris, is this was this game on your radar? Are you a Harry Potter fan? I am a Harry Potter fan. Um, there is a lot of controversy. Uh, I think yeah. it's changed you know, over the years, because it was very subtle, and then it's just gotten, um, you know, a lot worse. So um, mm-hmm. everyone is definitely open up to their own opinions and stuff. And um, I think for me, it's more of I'm just gonna wait and see how the community feels. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because there are still there are still people who do support this, and there are some people who outright don't want to. Um, and you know, as like community manager for LVI, sometimes I apply that with like, what does the, what is the community asking? So mm-hmm. especially with you know, the LGBTQ, like, I don't know how they ultimately feel. Uh, cause I've seen it from both sides where there are still people who are like, you know, like they've loved Harry Potter and they grew up with it and they're, they're part of the LGBTQ, but, um, 
they outright don't support her in, in, in that sense in what she says, but they still go to Universal and still dress up because it means a lot to them. You know, they grew up mm-hmm. with those characters and stuff. So some people do separate it and then some people um, tie it all together. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I don't really know. I have, I have no idea how the community feels about it overall. So um, it was, it was definitely like, I was definitely eyeing it, um, but I'm just going to see and wait and, you know, um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, you're <laughs> totally right too. And, and it was amazing. You know? Yeah, no, and, and and that's and that's the toughest part too because you hate when when these these situations where there's these outside or 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 particular people and and their opinions and how they feel start affecting a whole you know the it, the, it in totality. Um, I mean, this game has been Martin. It's not just J.K. Rowling's either. Uh, there's other issues uh, as well, and we you know we won't really uh, go into it. But I know it's more than just uh, uh, just the author too. So it's just like. You know, you want to see a, a game, especially something like this, this, that that is going to be popular and you're going to have you already have a huge built in fan base. But I still think that it's going to have struggles just because of those issues. Um, so I, I think I, I, I think that that it's it definitely in in. I think it's right to because, you know, Ah, man, it's tough. It's tough. It's This is just a tough yeah. situation because you don't, you know, you want to be able to respect and you know that there's things that uh, there's things that I don't agree with uh, as well. And it really does come down to if you're able to be able to to separate the art from the artists, essentially, is, is kind of how I see it. And and it's really, you know, having that balance again, do what do what you think is right for you, uh, right for for the community. And we'll just see how this plays out speaking specifically on the video game though this looks like a ton of fun and it it, you know when they announced this originally already out the gate i was just like oh yeah dude like this is (laughs) this is money now i get to see some of the gameplay i was like all right this looks like a lot of fun i i was speaking to somebody though and and they were talking about how the combat looks a little basic so there is a bit of criticism on that end but again we're only getting a we got a what 15 20 minute preview so there could be much more that we haven't seen but uh we're curious and let us know too on on twitter hit us up uh if this is something that you got are excited about this is a game that you're not going to touch uh let us know yeah exactly and, and what i would say too is i hope what this doesn't turn into is uh different groups using whether you support the game or not as a way to attack each other uh it it is right. gonna be a very personal decision uh and so i mean everyone's gonna arrive at their own choice and i, as I said mm-hmm. i just hope that this that it doesn't turn into just uh everybody attacking each other based on what you're choosing to do yeah i i agree 100 so we'll we'll keep you guys updated on the progress of the game again we said that uh they've set they've at least given us a time period in which the game should be coming out it'll be holiday of this season so uh of this season of this year look at my mind is <laughs> I'm I'm living life in seasons, by the way. Um, 
<laughs> but yes, yes, we'll we'll see. It looked good though. The gameplay looked good. Uh, and I, I wanted to switch gears real quick as well uh, because PlayStation, I believe it happened just this morning, just acquired, and and I think this isn't this shouldn't really be a, pr- a surprise uh, to many people. But they just acquired Haven Studios. They've been talking with them, and uh, I, I believe it's uh, uh, Jade. Um, what is her last name? I think it's Raymond. Uh, Jade Raymond. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And she was a, uh, she worked on, uh, Assassin's Creed. So this mm-hmm. is huge, but we knew that she broke away from that and started, they started an independent, uh, uh, company as well. And they are working with PlayStation. And this has got me really, really excited. Number one, they are currently working on a new multiplayer IP. Uh, not only that, but they're, they are touting that it is going to be different from anything that we've seen before. So that's got me very excited, especially the fact that, number one, uh, Jade comes from the Assassin's Creed uh, um, uh, um, franchise. I'm sorry, I'm sitting there blanking. Uh, franchise. And personally, I haven't played a lot of them. I've played some of them. The gameplay is a lot of fun uh, i really don't know like story wise uh how that how that uh works or or what what kind of story to expect but i i'm always going to be excited for especially when it comes down to uh new ips and i feel like especially nowadays we've been getting so many remakes and remasters and you know old content just being being upgraded and 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 sent back out to us so they can almost i wouldn't say double dip but it's mm-hmm. almost like a double dip um so i'm always going to be excited for for new IPs uh, and this is a solid studio clearly and and we know this that PlayStation uh, they've they've been working and they've worked with them in the past as well so they're already familiar with them and I feel like a lot of their purchases uh, as far as studios have kind of gone along those lines these these uh, uh, studios that have already been working with PlayStation PlayStation already knows what they expect they know that they they give them solid work and now PlayStation's able to officially you know and in, in a more I guess I don't know what it looks like on the back end but I I would guess in a, on, a, on a more uh, consistent basis be able to provide funding and resources to these studios to be able to make their dreams come true. And I think this is the kind of stuff that PlayStation needs to do to be able to create some sort of separation. I feel like the the gap has been closing in between uh, PlayStation and, and uh, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, PlayStation and, and, and uh, Xbox. Uh, they've made moves. So again, this is this is comforting to me knowing that there is some sort of plan over on Sony because I felt like it was a little uh, touch and go there for a while. I'm like, Sony, what's your response? I mean, Microsoft's over here flexing all over you guys. What are you guys going to do? So they have a plan. They they definitely got stuff on uh, in the works. And, and what's even more promising to me is the fact that they're looking to the future and not just necessarily uh, looking to rehash old things. But really, hopefully, what I'm hoping for this is is they're getting these companies that are that are able to utilize the technology that they've created mm-hmm. and create something completely new and different. This has got me very excited. 
Yeah, it's it's very intriguing. Jade is obviously a, a veteran of this industry and super talented. Uh, for the record, Ryan, I don't think anybody can tell you what the storyline is in Assassin's Creed. I think it just got, it's just gone so convoluted that Ooh. I just don't think I don't think anybody can tell you. If they do, I think they're lying to you. <laughs> but no, uh, with, with with this purchase, I mean. There's so much potential here, and and what I'm really looking forward to is you know them working on this new IP that will really kind of start to, to define these next gen experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, partly due out to necessity just because of the scarcity, which I don't think we've still gotten a ton of truly next gen games that have been like those right. are the reasons. There have been some, don't get me wrong, but but not as many as I think owners would have hoped for uh, by this point in, in the console's life. Uh, so something mm-hmm. like this just just intrigues me so much because it makes you think, you know, what what's going to come? Like, how are they going to push the boundaries? And Sony does, you know, they needed to respond. Purchases like this, uh, it's, it's just going to push the industry forward and be very exciting. Uh, so I think it's it's a great decision. Uh, and, and I mean, it, whatever's coming is in, is in great hands with Jade and, and it, it should be fun. I, I'm excited to see what's coming. Yeah. Same. What about, what about you, uh, Chris? Is this, uh, get you, does this wet your whistle at all? Does this, no, uh, I'm always excited for when companies, you know, broaden their borders and, mm-hmm. uh, they're reaching out to these, um, smaller, maybe like small companies, especially indie ones. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love to see like an indie company just, skyrocket after they get purchased so something like this is always exciting because you just never know what's down the pipeline you know there's a lot of companies like you know nintendo or playstation or xbox they're always working on something you know um Mm -hmm. they have plans for the next 10 years i don't doubt um so it's it's nice that they are looking towards the future and seeing what they can get um that will you know allow them to integrate so so much better into the future and develop all these different types of games and stuff. So new IP is always fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, I don't know how far along they are within development, uh, but I am really curious. I, I believe it's supposed to be a uh, PlayStation exclusive as well. So, I mean, they could, they could tick the right boxes and, and we know that, um, you know, this, this, uh, Haven Studios and and the people that are working there, they can produce solid AAA work. So this has got me really excited just to see what they've come up with, what they've got. I'm I'm curious to see uh, if we'll get any kind of anything this year uh, in terms of maybe what they're working on. That would be very cool. But we we shall we shall see. But yeah, I mean, I'm always I'm always a fan of of seeing, um, especially studios that are have known and are known to produce solid work. Um, it's good to see that they're they get that financial backing and boost uh, from a company like PlayStation or, or uh, Sony or um, Microsoft uh, that helps them and, and gives them resources to then push the boundaries because you're right Lucas that's the one thing that we haven't seen and I I don't know that um, it's not too surprising to me we're only what a year not even a year and a half or almost a year and a half of uh, the the new consoles being out. So I feel like they usually don't start kicking in the high gear to about two, two and a half, three years out where you really start 
seeing developers and these games that utilize the technology and and the difference from the last generation to the new generation of of games so um it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they come up with i'm i'm definitely this is definitely on my radar and and we will uh continue to uh take a look at that so we shall see. You also had there. There's some uh, uh, some congratulatory news that we have as well, right, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. So late last week, we got the BAFTA Game Award nominations, and uh, several projects that we uh, that were nominated have featured some of our past guests. Uh, starting with our most recent guest last week, Jennifer Hale, which the news came out I think like the day after. We'd recorded or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, of the course, that's why it all works. Skin, but Jennifer Hale is nominated for best performance for playing Rivet in Ratchet and Clank. So a big congrats to her and uh, uh, good luck to her. Uh, I'm rooting for her. Uh, just a uh, such a great guest. Uh, also, we yeah. had two people uh, whose games were nominated for best music: uh, Death Loop and Halo Infinite. So just wanted to give yes. a shout out to Tom Salta and Alex Bohr who did the the multiplayer side for the music for halo infinite big congrats to those guys life is strange true colors was nominated for best narrative so a shout out to katie bentz for that project uh and ratchet and clank and Deathloop were also nominated for best game and so we uh, multiple projects with past guest ryan cleaning up at the bafta game awards which are this friday so good luck to everybody yes best of luck always good to see uh great work being recognized uh not only uh, you know on an international stage and and i believe too jennifer is saying that this is her first nomination for Which bafta correct crazy to think about right i was like how how i was like you you've been in so many iconic things how have that how has that never happened that's insane to me <laughs> it is like it almost didn't even seem possible like when she said that, i was like that can't be that can't be true yes. right <laughs> Excuse me. Let me let me check my notes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but yes, huge congratulations to all that were nominated. We are rooting for you guys. That is this Friday. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break. And we're coming back talking about everything that Gunna Chris has got going on. Nintendo, LVI, doing things and stuff. We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On, and on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join.
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to the short messages. And now comes the real fun part of the episode. And I think we should probably start with LVI. Can you talk about how the role uh, of community manager kind of came across your radar and, and what attracted you to the organization? Yeah, of course. So um, I actually saw them on Twitter. And then I followed because it seemed very interesting. Anything to do with the Las Vegas Valley in general, I tried to um, be a part of just because since I was born and raised in Vegas, I love Las Vegas entirely. Um, I mean, Vegas is so much more than, you know, what the media and online portray. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was very interested in the fact that we had an official esports team. And I was just like, well, you know, maybe I might catch them around somewhere. So when I followed, um, I immediately got a message from the CEO. His name's Hiro. And he was, you know, explaining to me what they do and stuff. And then um, it came up to her. He's just like, well, I mean, we're looking for a community manager. Would you be interested? And um, I thought about it and I was just like, you know, it seems really fun. (laughs) If I'm being honest, anything to do with the community, Las Vegas, I've never done um, a managerial position before. So I was just like, I, I wonder what it entails. Because um, usually, you know, as a content creator, you're not really behind the scenes per se. You get the packages and the email. You got to put the FTC guidelines, you know. So <laughs> you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. So after, you know, working with so many people in the industry, I was just like, you know, I, I wonder what it's all about, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. so I told her, I was just like, yeah, you know, why not? And honestly, it's, it's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> um, um, I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. You know, as a content creator, it's, it's fulfilling, but then to have a position in, you know, your local community where you can make a change. I um, mean, you see it every day through the charities that we do and stuff. Um, it's a different type of fulfillment. Um, and it ties in so well with gaming and and charitable work, and it just it, it was a perfect pair. So um, I absolutely love it. We do a lot of charity work here in Vegas. We're working with three other organizations right now: Red Cross, Starlight, Wounded Warrior Project. So um, you know, I I always say give as much back as as you get. So this is my opportunity to give as much as I can. So. <laughs> And this position allows me to. <laughs> yeah. And, and just, just for uh, transparency, I am also on the team as well. I did, or I do know, uh, Ghana Chris from, from, uh, LVI and, and other works that she's done. Um, but let me ask you as far as being a, a community manager and especially, especially out here in Las Vegas, what kind of things are you doing uh as far as with the community what kind of response do you get from from the community uh in terms of the team what they're doing the community outreach and 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 work that we're doing on that end uh what has your response been from the community it's been so supportive um one interaction that i loved when we went to level up uh, which was Mm -hmm. one of the first booths we ever really had an actual table at um we got a really interact with our community and, and see what they were all about. This one guy didn't even know we had like an official esports team. 
And mm -hmm. um, he was just all about it. And he actually bought a shirt, which was the most exciting part because <laughs> um, I thought that was just the coolest thing. He was just like, I didn't even know you guys existed. I'm going to support you guys. I love the logo. It's awesome. And um, just getting that type of feedback, it uh, not only lights a passion, you know, in you, but mm -hmm. when the whole team receives that and they see that, um, everyone gets really motivated and they just want um, success for everyone. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, we get so much support from our community and that's what we're very thankful for um, because we then, you know, show that in our work. You know, we do try as much as we can to give back. Um, we have a blood drive uh, that's going to happen April 15th. We are also working with Summerlin Hospital to provide game stations for them from Starlight. Um, and, you know, charity work has always been in my blood uh, ever since I attended UNLV. I've been doing mm -hmm. charity work. So um, again, to just have an outlet where I can connect with the community again is, is uh, I'm just so honestly, so grateful for it. Um, but, and that's what, ha that's what, you know, LVI has, has given me. So um, yeah, I'm glad that they trust me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm curious that the charity side of things, it, was there something in, in your past growing up that really kind of put that seed inside of you to, want to to give back as, as much as you guys do yeah oh yeah me personally um i remember hosting my first event at unlv is called the angela peterson memorial foundation and mm. it was this girl who had um passed away because of a dui accident mm. um she didn't cause it uh you know someone who was under the influence had um crashed into her and she was a gamer so she's part of this community um and she over the years accumulated an amazing collection of video games and i will never forget the day that i got to meet her mom because what the mom was doing with all those memorabilia was actually selling them at auction and she's going to give that money like i said to the angela peterson memorial foundation and so um, me being a very quiet person back then i knew i loved people but people scared me at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Because they can be so mean. So I definitely came from a bullied background. Um, but it took that one initial hug and the mom saying, thank you so much for what you're doing. That just diverted my course into thinking, you know, I love people. How can I interact with them? I want, you know, I want people to succeed. Um, and how can I influence them to want to succeed? So um, I just remember just really changing after that first hug and being like, okay, as a person, I need to know what I want, you know, and be happy with who I am in order to interact with people. So it was a whole life changing situation that made me realize um, I, I was only insecure with myself. And that's why it was like a boundary for me not to be able to, you know, talk to people and stuff. But that whole situation changed um, after doing charity work. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, and coming to, to, and when you joined LVI there, uh, was there something about the role that surprised you the most? I mean, this, you said this was kind of your first experience in this kind of a role. What was maybe the, I don't know if challenging is the right word, but what part took the biggest adjustment for you to get used to uh, in, in this role? You know, I think, um, I think it wasn't, and this is weird to say, because I know when you enter any type of role, um, it can get really daunting and, and at times and, mm -hmm. and it's hard to navigate. But for some odd reason, um, I think instead of seeing it as something like a new challenge, it was like 
this is what I've been wanting to do. It gives me the opportunity to do things that I haven't tried. So I kind of changed my mindset and and thought of it of like a new adventure. Like I was starting a new game and <laughs> what can I do with this file? <laughs> you know? So um I mean every every aspect of this job can be very challenging, but I think in particularly like this is just too exciting to get mm-hmm. um to get uh intimidated. I don't know why. I usually mm-hmm. I get really intimidated, but um, I'm just too excited to see what comes next. Um, so I just keep playing. I just keep yeah. playing the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, let me let me ask too, just for anybody that is maybe, and we've discussed this before, just how many, there's such a wide variety of, of work and jobs within the games industry, uh, especially with streaming and, and teams and just the popularity in it. Uh, what would be some advice that you'd give to someone that is maybe looking to get into a role where they're, uh, you know, managing a community? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, you know, I've learned over the years and I, and I think the most important rule that I really try to stick to is listen to your community, listen Mm. to them because they will tell you what they want, what they need, um, what they're hoping to see. Um, and it's, it's kind of weird, but I relate this back to, um, Iwata, uh, came out. He's the former, um, I think, I think he's president Mm -hmm. of Nintendo, but he passed Mm -hmm. away, but he came out with a book. And at the time he took his position at Nintendo, um, they were bankrupt underwater. And the first thing that he did was he talked to all of all of his employees and Mm -hmm. and and found out what 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 do they need to do as a company to succeed. And and I always, you know, for me, I I love listening to people because, you know, if I'm not an expertise at something and I'm not going to give my two cents about it, I have no idea how to fix a car. So why would I <laughs> tell someone how to fix a car? I'm going to panic and trust their knowledge and, and, you know, their, and their craft, you know? So I try to listen to people as much as possible. So if you are um, looking into position of even community manager, it really comes down to just asking what the community needs. You don't want to thrust something upon them when it's something that they didn't, they didn't even ask for, you know? Um, so it's good to, you know, test things, see what they like, see what they dislike, you know? Yeah. I mean, listening is the best tool. It's free. You can do it. (laughs) 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 I've got to ask too. So how, how exactly do you, you're a Nintendo uh, ambassador. How did that come about? Where is that? Like, give us that, (laughs) lay it on us. I I need to know that story. Um, yeah. Um, so I mean, I've had to bring it all the way back. Um, <laughs> like, I remember in high school, I was super quiet. Like I said, I was bullied and being a gamer back then wasn't a cool thing. Um, mm. And um, I remember joining the video game club in my high school. And, and that's where I've met all my lifetime friends. Like, I'm still friends with them, um, even to this day. Um, so mm-hmm. it's 20 plus years of friendship. Um, and I equate that to video games. And that's how much video games had an impact on me. Um, so I remember, you know, when you graduate high school, you're given that question, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I had no clue. <laughs> I was very <laughs> ambitious. So I don't know what, where this ambition came from, but, um, I actually sent a letter to Nintendo with these, this jewelry line that I made, um, in hopes that they would hire me. This is very, 
I don't know, very too ambitious in my opinion. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, at the ripe old age of eighteen, just graduated, I was like, hire me. Um, and they actually wrote me back, so I still have the letter. I don't know where it is in my room. Um, but it's the nicest decline I've ever received. Um, <laughs> I frame it and everything. Um, but you know, it's a nice. Um, it's a nice reminder that um, failure. Uh, isn't the end of the road, uh, mm-hmm. especially in life, right? I mean, you hit obstacles, you just got to go around it, you know, you get diverted into different roads and paths and stuff. And um, I never gave up wanting to work with Nintendo, Nintendo in some capacity. Um, so later down the road, years later, Amiibos um, came out and started customizing them. Um, and they noticed, and then next thing you know, I got an email from Nintendo, uh, stating that they're starting this program and they would like to have me. And then, um, interviews later, here I am. (laughs) I love it. Um, I equate that all to Amiibo. I used to customize Amiibos and send it out to people and, and yeah, and paint them and stuff. And so that's how I got integrated into the Nintendo family. And I've never looked back since and it's been amazing to be able to work with such an amazing company so <laughs> i love that i love that honestly on my desk right now staring back at me are mario lucas zelda <laughs> samus and pikachu <laughs> so i just Mario is always somewhere. I'm telling you, everywhere I go, there's Mario somewhere. So um, it's cute because like, you know, whatever stuff I get, I get to pass down to my boyfriend's cousins. They're only like five Mm -hmm. and three. Um, So they get they know me as the Nintendo aunt. (laughs) (laughs) They get all the Nintendo things. So um, you can best believe they're really excited for a Nintendo world. They don't even know who Disney is. They don't even know who Mickey Mouse is. They just know. Nintendo characters. And I was like, yeah. what? that's crazy. <laughs> that is. You know, what What interests me too is I think Nintendo just through the years have had this kind of reputation of, of being uh, a little more uh, secretive. Um, and and uh, there, there, I think there was a reputation of Nintendo being uh, unique to work with. How has that experience <laughs> been? Uh, and and do, were you were you surprised at, at how open they were to starting a program like this and and working with with some creators? Absolutely. Um, it was very different. You know, I remember, you know, Evo. We host here uh, Evo, which is the world's biggest fighting game tournament, and it's always been a you know balancing act to mm-hmm. try to get them you know together and one year they were and now they aren't going to be um so i completely understand i think um you know the business side of things and people don't really know what goes behind the scenes you know um there's a lot that goes into it a lot of approvals a lot of hard work that people don't get to see from a lot of workers as well um you know, and and I've been very lucky enough to see a majority of that background and and to work with the people that do work at Nintendo and to see their passion. So I'm lucky in that aspect to see how they really want um, things to work out for the community and stuff. So they have been reaching out a lot more. Um, you'll see it here and there. And the coolest thing that I've realized through this program too is that they really don't necessarily care about numbers. I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. Nintendo brand ambassadors 
who just started and the fact that they just they, they just love their personality and their content they're like please would you like work with us and stuff so i see nintendo kind of finally branching out um and of course with anything it's it it can be very weary so i see it as like you know, instead of pushing a kid in the pool and then hopefully they're going to float, um, Nintendo's kind of like dipping their toes and being like, okay, this is not too bad. <laughs> the water's the water's not that cold. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm happy that um, they are finally taking those initiatives. Um, they did pair with Panda Global, so they're going to be doing their whole tournament um, scene as well. So they are taking the steps, but I think um, with any new adventure you're going to take a little caution you know right so yeah that is that is very true uh you know tell us is there anything as far as um i guess looking at the rest of this year and and ford is there anything specifically that you would like to do or maybe change up uh, in the future that, that, you know, again, uh, aligns with what Nintendo is doing, or do you have any projects that you would like to work on? Oh, you know, honestly, I just, I just hope that they can give us tickets to Nintendo world. <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> that's, that's what I, you know, but I mean, honestly, like I love working with them. Um, any project that gets thrown my way. Um, it's so exciting because they always ask for my input as well. Um, I really mm-hmm. don't have any boundaries or restrictions. Um, so, you know, I mean, if I could do like a vlog at Nintendo oh, world, that would be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be so cool to just see, because, um, I think like, I remember going to E3 and seeing mm-hmm. the Nintendo booth and they did like the Luigi's mansion, um, asset. And it kind of like reminded me of the haunted mansion in Disneyland. Mm, so, yeah. Yeah. So like. I've always dreamed of a Nintendo Pokemon world and oh, the fact that we're getting it, um, you know, in Hollywood is really exciting. So I'm, I'm down to work with any project, whatever. If they want to fly me halfway <laughs> <laughs> across the world, I'm totally down. You know? <laughs> that would be amazing. Right. That right. would be amazing. We've already claimed that we got to take a business trip. <laughs> That's the exact. What? That's exactly right. It's like for research purposes, we've got. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look, this is this is this is the work we're doing. We're doing the work for the people, so they know what to expect. You know, that's yes. just uh, that's how much we care. You so food, you gotta try the ride, right? Make sure everything is, you know. Really, really, order. we're sacrificing for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring it back to LVI, I know that, that you guys obviously are working, as you mentioned, with, with a lot of great organiz- organizations. Uh, can you talk about, uh, if you're able to, about maybe some other projects a little bit further down the line? Or are there like dream organizations that you would love uh, LVI to kind of partner with? You know, what is very surprising is that um, we've worked with a lot of the major organizations that I never thought I would be on a conference call with, which is the coolest thing. Um, And, you know, I know we want to do something with breast cancer awareness, Mm -hmm. Wounded Warrior Project is coming up, Um, Rescue Royale is also going to happen again with the Red Cross. Um, I mean, there's so many organizations. Um, One in particular that is recent, but um, holds a really near dear place in my heart 
is uh, the Starlight Foundation, Starlight Children's Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, I worked with them bef even before LVI. So Nintendo's actually connected with Starlight, um, and they basically provide gaming consoles and toys to kids in the hospitals. And these like gaming stations are as big as a kid. Like they're like yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really cool because they get pre-gamed, you know, games in there and stuff. And um, it's interesting because you know I used to just be a streamer and help Nintendo raise funds. And now we're doing our own event with Starlight under the LVI name. And this time it's helping a local hospital here in Vegas. So we actually get to see the change, which is very rare. Um, you don't really ever get to, you know, see where that money goes. But this is like that's happening here in Las Vegas. Um, the kids are actually going to receive it at a hospital that, that that's local, you know, um, so Starlight is really, really near and dear. Um, and I'm just gonna give a shout out to my friend, David, um, who like started the program at Nintendo. And then now it's kind of like, it got passed on to me in a sense. That is awesome. <laughs> that makes any I, sense. I love <laughs> so that though. Look at the change that we're making. It's, it's real. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And not only that, but then it's also helping children that are uh, in in such a, you know, in a, a spot where things are very difficult. So just to be able to have some sense of of just being able to do things, even though they're in a hospital, they may be stuck in a hospital doing treatments or something, to, but to be able to have that, that, you know, again, that, that sense and, and fun and be able to, to do something. I love that organization and, and what they're doing. And, and, you know, I'm all about the kids. So uh, to be able to help out the kids is, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, uh, my sister at an early age had really bad, terrible scoliosis and mm -hmm. she ended up having getting two surgeries just to fix it. And I remember m my sisters and I just not really being able to do anything in the hospital. I mean, mm -hmm. all we really did was take all their soda, but <laughs> really all we did, I felt so bad for my sister because she's just sitting there in the bed bored to death and she just doesn't you know, like, what are you supposed to do as a kid? You know, you want to go out, you see the sunrise and the sunset. And I feel like that's just the saddest thing. So the fact that, yeah, we get to help kids in the hospital recover and then maybe relieve some stress off of the shoulders of the parents. Um, you know, I think it's just incredible. It's, it's incredible and it's and it's local. And that's the craziest thing is that um, I just remember wanting to make an impact. And a couple of days ago, I was sitting down and I realized like, oh man, like, this is what fulfillment feels like, you know, mm -hmm. it's great. It's an amazing feeling to be like what I'm doing in life. This is what I've always wanted to do. I'm making an impact. You know, this is my best self, you know? So um, I wish that for anyone wanting to do anything in this industry is find fulfillment. You know, that's what I think everyone is searching for. So when, when you think back, uh, especially during, during your time at UNLV, if that moment hadn't happened, do you think you still would have wound up finding your way to LVI or, or uh, an organization like it? Or do you think that, that your career would have been drastically different? I love that question. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I remember, and I don't know where this intuition came in because I was a weird kid. <laughs> what we all? I was very, very self-aware. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not trying to make myself sound really good, but out of all my sisters, I was the most cautious one. Um, mm, I got that mm -hmm. from my dad, but 
you know, if my my sisters were hanging off of a tree, I'd be like, don't do that. Mom and dad are going to be mad. It's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. I was the grandma, basically. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. So when I realized, like, I guess my path, because uh, I, I saw myself and I was like, I don't know how to interact with people. I want friends. I don't know how to get friends. Um, you know, I saw the path that I was going down and I was just like, I'm not going to be happy in the next five years. How can I change that? You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to interact with people without getting anxious or nervous. Um, cause I was a huge person pleaser. And if someone told me to jump off a cliff, I probably would have. <laughs> and that's how bad <laughs> it was. And, um, you know, I think, um, I would have found my way eventually. Um, but the, but I like that story. I like, mm-hmm. I like that experience and I wouldn't want to change a thing. I'm glad that it ended up the way it was. Yeah. That hug made a difference, you know, cause I, I mean, I can't even stress to you like getting hugs at that age. Like I was just like, what do I do? <laughs> do I hug back? Do I just stay? <laughs> you know? So when the mom did that, like, I don't know, it was really weird. I felt this like overwhelming sensation of like, you know, like uh, of just love, I guess it was just mm-hmm. pure love. Yeah. And, and seeing how much, how she was happy and how much she was happy. And, and like, I can only imagine the heartache that she was feeling that her daughter was gone, but at least for this very moment, she had a, a sense of, of relief, you know? So um, seeing that in, in a person's eyes is, is um, incredible once in a lifetime, you know? So imagine making that impact and continuing with that and seeing the change in people's faces, you know? Um, yeah, I just, I continuously chase that. I think it's incredible. I love it. I, 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 you know, again, we appreciate the work that you're doing, not only on a local level uh, for uh, Las Vegas Inferno, uh, but the things that you're doing in your in your personal life and, and the work. And we're glad that you are have been put into the position because I feel like we need more people that are going out, not only, um, you know, for their specific communities, but then it always extends greater than that. And I, I feel like the video game, community is such a a unique community and loving community obviously there's a lot of uh there's a lot of negative too but there i i feel personally that there's a lot more positive uh within the community in the video game community streaming community and and esports community uh just it in general so so the work that you're doing and and others that are are working with charities um bringing you know uh things to their community uh my hat always goes off to that work uh that you got are doing because it's so important um and it aligns so well with what i feel as a gamer uh aligns with us and 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 what what is important to us so thank you for the work that you're doing let us know, though, please, what do you have going on uh, future-wise? And then, two, tell the people, where can they find you? Where can they get in contact with you? Where can they see the work that you're doing? Uh, well, I just want to make sure that, like, I'm definitely not a one-woman team. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> like, so many people who deserve such praise for the work that they do, um, even past you know lvi like there's the fact that video games can make such a difference alongside these organizations is Mm -hmm. incredible and i cannot even begin to tell you that there are some organizations that are just taking that leap into integrating video games right um which is very exciting because i mean the the world is their oyster basically so um i'm really excited for those organizations to actually have those resources 
Um, right now, I mean, I'm just working on a lot of charity work with the team, you know, um, and it's really exciting. Starlight, we had the Red Cross coming up. Um, I know we're planning on doing something with Rescue Royale. I mean, I'm really focusing on just a lot of the charity work um, because it's something that I love. Uh, I mean, I could say that I'm working on, I'm going to be streaming and, and whatever, but honestly, my passion right now is like the charity work. So um, if you're interested, if you live in Vegas and you want to contribute in any way possible, I mean, definitely follow Las Vegas Inferno um, on their social media channels. Um, you can definitely hit them up, you know, and uh, see what we're all about. Um, you can keep updated as well, like I said, with all the local stuff that we're doing. So uh, Vegas Inferno, if you want to somehow connect with me, uh, the community manager, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Gunda Chris or Miss Gunda Chris. Couldn't keep it all together, but <laughs> <laughs> life. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we welcome you with open arms. <laughs> yes, we love it. Gonda Chris, thank you so much for coming on a show and and just sharing everything that you guys are doing. Uh again, we've got the the uh, blood drive is next month uh out here in Las Vegas, so make sure you guys go and check that out and uh, uh go check out the websites, the, the socials, see what's going on here especially if you're out here in Las Vegas or if you're abroad or or somewhere else. I'm sure that there's still some way that you can that you can help if you'd like to, so make sure you check that stuff out again ganda chris thank you so much for coming on the show we appreciate you. you thank you for having me i love you guys this is so much fun <laughs> <laughs> yes uh lucas what do you got going on this weekend my friend i am like i said i am bound and determined i'm channeling my inner gently yeah. and it's gonna happen i'm going to be yes. like I'm, I'm gonna be like neo just walking down the hallways and streets <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to happen. I'm going to be, I don't know how far I'm going to get. I'm going to be at least one more level and I'm going to be very proud of myself <laughs> for that. <laughs> Hopefully the controller's still intact, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't promise that part, but I have two at least. So I've got a backup. <laughs> what are you up to this? Nice. Weekend? Nice. Uh, hopefully we get, I still have not been able to complete that raid. Uh, just timing wise and stuff like that. It's been difficult. I could have, I, I could have LFG it, but, uh, uh, you know, that I, I just haven't time's been, uh, fleeting for me as well. So hopefully we're able to work on that. Obviously, uh, running some more scum. We have, uh, the, the point seven update, uh, went through. So we're basically in a rebuilding phase, uh, as a community in that game. Uh, but it is moving quite fast and and quite nicely so that's been fun and then obviously uh i i've got more forbidden west i need to i need to put the some serious time into that i think story wise i'm pretty close to the end but there's still a ton of like side quest stuff so i'm probably gonna go in and, and put some time because i feel like that game is not only just about the story but it's also about like all the other little things that you can do within the game. Mm -hmm. And that, that to me is what kind of makes it fun. But also I kind of struggle with huge open worlds. Uh, so that's why usually I'll focus on the story and not get too sidetracked with the uh, side quest stuff. But that game, like the two intertwined so much, like you don't even realize you've been on like 15 side quests. You totally forgot about the whole mission. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but that, to me, it, it, it is solid. And then eventually we'll get back to Sifu. We'll see if uh, I, I looked at it. I, I hovered over 
over it uh, last night and I almost hit X and I was like, ah, we ain't got time yet. We ain't got time. But uh, uh, regardless, thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We hope you guys had a good, uh, uh, I hope you're having a good week. Uh, don't forget, hit us up on the tweeters at Land Parties Pod, at Lucas Egan or at Smitty2447. Again, like we said, we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. Thank you.